Hi, this is Heather. Oh, am I supposed to go next? Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Okay, can we start over again? I'm going to put that in the bloopers. Okay. Hi, this is Heather. Hi, this is Cham. And we just stepped into the Vactorverse. Vactorverse. Yeah. I'm leaving it all in. (laughs) Everything in because that was perfect. I am Vactor and this is the Vactorverse. Uh, Today on the show, I have two very special guests. Uh, One who you've already met before, but one you've never met before. So uh, I want to introduce everyone to two individuals who like to read and silently, sometimes not so silently, judge comics, play ridiculously long RPGs with endless quests that are nearly impossible to finish, repeat inside jokes that should have lost their appeal long ago, get too caffeinated and complain about their shaking hands and having spaghetti dinner dates. When they're not serving coffee and dropping comics, you can find them both Uh. at their homes curled up on their couches with that nice long book and a pile of weed. Heather and <laughs> Champ, weather, welcome to the Vectorverse. I forgot Thank all you about very that much. bio you wrote. Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, was one of my favorite bios that I've ever come across. So thank you for uh, creating that, number one. And thank you for being here in the Vectorverse. I'm very happy to have Champ returning, a return guest, and then Heather for the very first time. And this is a special occasion because we've never gotten Heather's canon event before. And she was telling us backstage, she was going, and she was telling us all of the canon event. And I said, wait, hold up. We need to get this recorded. We got to get this online for the internet. So Heather, can you pinpoint your canon event, the thing that got you into comics? I want to hear yes. it. Okay. I, I won't be as dramatic as I was when I was telling it the first time. No, be dramatic. <laughs> okay. Uh, when I was younger, uh, probably like seven or eight, I can't remember exactly how old, um, my family had this tradition at the time where every summer a new kid would like go to my grandma's house down in St. Joe, Missouri. Um, and I this specific year was my turn to go down there. And it was the first time that I had gone alone with my grandma. My grandma is a scary woman. Um, very, very scary. Um I just had to put that out there because I this whole trip was traumatizing for me. <laughs> Except it's one long bit. <laughs> um, in Nebraska City, we stopped at this like really big gas station uh, that had like all sorts of crazy stuff in it. There's like an antique shop in the middle of it. That was what I wanted to say before was like stores within stores. Um, there was like a whole wall of like magazines and stuff and a spinner rack that had a bunch of old comics and stuff and the only one that i can remember is the simpsons comic i cannot tell you which one it is i just know that at that age i was obsessed with the simpsons and i had like toys i had dolls i had books i used to draw simpsons all the time i don't know what it was about the simpsons <laughs> loved it so i begged my grandma this is the only time i ever threw a fit in, in a store And this is also one of the reasons I've been traumatized is because she was so embarrassed. She started leaving me there. (laughs) Uh, But she eventually came back because I was just about to take the comic and walk out, you know, not even thinking of it. I was like, all right, grandma, fine. Here I come. Uh, So she ended up (laughs) buying me that comic and I read it the entire summer. I was down there like over and over and over again, front to back. And 
yeah, that was the the first comic that I ever owned, and it was the first one that I was like obsessed with. I wish I still had it, but again, I read that so Let's much that like Champ can attest to this. I have really greasy fingers for some reason. I ruin everything that I touch. Um, so by the end of that summer, like me, sweaty kid with gross hands, like that comic was just disintegrating. I love when there's like another property like Simpsons. Like, it's like, okay, you saw the TV show first and you love those characters and you and yeah. getting transferred over to another medium and say, oh, I know these characters and then fall in love with that medium. I, I love to hear that. So that is fantastic, Heather. Um, I'm very curious uh, because, like I said last time, if you want to get Champs Canon event, uh, you can go into our archives in the Vectorverse and listen to that episode. We had a great episode before where we talked all about comic shops, comic books, and um, all the lovely things. And I got the Talk Comics to Me podcast uh, origin story from the champ side. I want to get the Heather side. I want to know from the Heather point of view, how did you connect with champ and how did talk comics to me start? How did it come about? So I'm terrible with time. So I couldn't tell you like exactly what year it was. Um, but I had, I had moved to Omaha six or seven years ago. Something I'm looking at champ as if champ knows, but yeah. that, I, I'm sure that <laughs> um, it, well, it was before Chris and I started dating, so I think it would have been like almost ten years ago. Yeah, now. It was something crazy. I was just thinking about that the other day, like how long it's been since I yeah. moved here. Um, but anyway, so I had, I had moved here, and I was still working in Lincoln technically, and so my husband would like drive me back and forth, which he absolutely hated. So I ended up like quitting that job and working at a hotel coffee shop and i i hated okay. that place like i liked the people that i worked with and for the most part <laughs> like i liked the managers but just in general it just was not for me and i had randomly met champ at a show one time what what was that uh bar that was owned by like the faint or oh. something like that I don't know because I like I know Page Turners, but that's by owned by Connor right Rogers. there. Yeah, there was like another bar that was here that was not open for very long after I moved here. Like I think I went to one or two shows, but I met Champ at one of those shows. <laughs> we had a mutual friend at the time, and I I don't know. A Champ and I pretty much hit it off like right away. Um, so I worked at that hotel for about a year, and then Champ had put on like Facebook or Instagram, like, hey, looking for someone to work in the coffee shop here and do like a day in the comic shop. And I just immediately, I was like, yes, me, please give me the job. <laughs> so, and I had been yes. in there a couple times before uh, to pick up like comics, and that was like, uh, the first comic shop that I had been in since I was very, very young because I had just a terrible experience. Um, so all the comics wow. that I had read before then were all like online or I would like go to Barnes and Noble and just read the trades. Um, so I had mm. been going into Legend not too often, like maybe a month in total. And so I was familiar with like a few of the people that worked there and stuff. And Champ ended up getting me the job there. And God, how long I was there for 
several months before Champ was like, hey, do you want to do a podcast with me where we just talk about comics? And I said, yeah, oh let's do it. Let's, yeah. That would be so much fun. Let's just do it. <laughs> Who came up with the bone zone? I wanna, I've been wondering this ever since I heard it. <laughs> that is Champ. Yeah. It was me. <laughs> Yeah. Excellent. That was just something Every that rolled I... off my head. Rolled off your bones. Okay. Every time I see it. <laughs> yeah. I love I just love I just love saying the bone zone. I love reading it. I just love it. So um that is fantastic. Uh Chant, we haven't heard from you on this episode. I wanted to get what is your current uh comic book recommendations right. or what's what are you reading right now that um, I know you have a fantastic TikTok where you're always showing all the books Too and all much. the hauls that you get. <laughs> but what are you right now at this moment, July 2023, What what is uh, popping off to you to say, hey, this is the comics that I'm loving right now? It's funny because I was like, I definitely have some and I do. But now I'm like, oh, yeah, what were they? <laughs> uh, I think like Seasons Have Teeth is great. Um, it's sitting on the floor, so I'm like, it's right there. I can see it really easy. It's by Dan Waters and uh, Sebastian Cabral. Uh, but then there's also, yeah, there, there we go. Um, and then Dan Waters is also doing a Loki series right now that has been mm. really, really good. And I mean, Loki is Heather's dude, but I will say that book has just been phenomenal so far in the first couple issues. Um. The first issue of Swan Songs came out and Heather and I were talking about how good that was earlier when we were recording. And that was that is something I would definitely suggest. I was like, I have a couple yeah. weeks of comics sitting here. And just like, well, I'll I mean, when that back. came out like this week was that uh, The Hunger in the Dusk. Oh, yeah, that was really good, yeah. too. The Hunger in the Dusk was really good. It's just like a fantasy fantasy story. And it's written by G. Willow Wilson. And she Ooh. she always tell, tells a good tale personally. Uh, she's writing Poison Ivy right now, and that's also a really, really good book that I would highly suggest. I need to get caught up on that. There's just so Ooh, many. These are great. Yeah, there's just so many books. Like it's and so many really good books. Like the Peacemaker book, uh, Peacemaker tries hard has been a lot of fun. Like I've been laughing when I've been reading that. Um, a lot of like really good like DC books, like Shazam. That's the Mark Wade. Yep, yep. So and that's only a couple issues in, but so like. I don't know. I just like having like the that world's finest Batman, the Batman Superman world's finest, and that Shazam book. It's just like I just want to have fun when I read comics. Sometimes, like I do, like a good serious cry, but I also like just reading some dumb shit sometimes. <laughs> oh yeah, hundred percent. I love that world's finest. Uh, Dan Mora has become like my favorite artist in the last year, and him with Mark Wade is like, mm, this is. Anytime those two get together, I'm in for it. And like you, I, I want to have fun when I'm reading. I get that with the uh, the Tom Taylor Nightwing book, too, that it's just like, this is fun. Mm -hmm. I love this. They had that first person uh, issue a couple of issues ago. And it was like, this is this is what I want from my comics. I want something that I'm not seeing and I want to have fun. Yeah, yeah. Champ uh, said there's so many good books that are coming out right now. Uh, Heather, is there anything that even if it's not current, like if there's um, an older book that you've uh, been reading um, lately? I mean, this one, it's not quite finished yet. There's like one issue left, but it has been going on, I feel like, forever because there's so long in between issues. But uh, Dark Knights of Steel, while we're on the DC oh, books, yes, uh, yes. that is one of my favorites at the moment. Um, 
another Tom yeah, Taylor. It's, yeah, it's really good. And the art in it is just <laughs> so good, too. Um, yeah, I mean, pretty much everything that you guys were just talking about, like, just really fun books. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I wasn't prepared. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <laughs> you both are heavy into the indie side. Um, have you recently, have you seen any upticks in in marvel or or dc you talk about um, a lot of dc books have you kind of stayed in the indie world or have you have you seen an uptick in in uh, the the two big big players recently um i was a marvel girly when i first started reading comics i was very very into marvel books and i actually didn't read like any dc books at that point it's only been within oh. like the last few mm -hmm. years that I've been picking up more and more DC books and less of the Marvel books. And it's because Marvel now is mm -hmm. mostly just X-Men, which is fine. Right. I do enjoy right. X-Men a lot, but right. I mean, I've been reading X-Men for so long now that I just kind of tapered off. And then when Jason Aaron quit writing Thor, I just kind of dropped off of that as well. So if I do read a Marvel book, it's because it's one of my favorite characters. It's either like Gambit, Loki, mm. or Nightcrawler. Oh, but yeah, yes. the, yeah, the, I, it started um, off Marvel, moved more into indie. Uh, indie is a majority, I think, of what I do read. And then a lot of DC as well recently. Champ, I have been loving the She-Hulk, um, the Rainbow Rowell She-Hulk that's been coming out. And those covers, I just want every single one of those covers up on my wall. I have to figure out a way to get them on my wall because it's like every single time it's just, it hits me. And every time I see a new one, I'm like, oh, there's a new She-Hulk. I got to get it. I've been loving that specifically, that series. But uh, at DC, a lot of the Superman family books have been good lately. I've been kind of going back and forth between the the main Superman book, Action, uh, Jonathan Kent, Steel, um, the, the whole kind of like, Superman family has been strong recently. And like you said, with the world's finest, um, that book has been fantastic. So I'm enjoying a lot of stuff uh, from both companies, but I'm, I want to get more indie. And that's why I like um, having you two on the show. I love getting these independent recommendations of books that I'm not necessarily um, looking at or they're on my radar. So uh, I always love getting recommendations. So I'm, I'm very happy that both of you are here today. Um, is there anything in the either movie or TV world? Um, the Have either of you watched the My Adventures with Superman uh, anime? I, I will. Oh, man. It's like I watched the first. Oh, oh, I watched like the first episode so far. Oh, okay. Yes, um, I am in love with that show, and it is like my favorite thing. I cannot stop thinking about it, like Superman, but anime. It's like my mind. I'm having my peanut butter, my chocolate. And I, I just, I like, it's blowing my mind. So, um, highly recommend um, the My Adventures with Superman show. The Harley Quinn show is about to come back, which I cannot wait. That has always been one of my favorite shows on TV. But um, is there anything, uh, Heather, that you're enjoying at the 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 movie theater or on on your tv screen is there anything that's been uh that you've been I mean, enjoying i lately? don't really have i don't really watch too much um i think especially like comic related as weird as it is i just don't really have a lot of time the last like 
show that I watched was Loki. And that was, yeah, Ah, Champion and I did that together. But, I mean, now, I mean, I watch What You in the Shadows. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Have you watched the new season? Yeah, I did. I actually just watched it, like, earlier while I was preparing for this. (laughs) Yes. I love, that's my favorite comedy on TV. Like, um, the way, just the way that Laszlo pronounces (laughs) things, like, it's, like... (laughs) I love that show. Yeah. Um, what we do in yeah. the shadows is fantastic. One of my favorite uh, shows on TV. Champ, is there anything? It doesn't have to be comic book related. <laughs> is there anything uh, TV or movie wise that uh, you've been enjoying recently? I know you just came back from uh, vacation. Yeah. So, um, so not too recently, but <laughs> before that. Uh, so I think I'm in the same boat with Heather. Like I haven't really. And that's just like no like comic book stuff. And that's not because I think it's bad. Just like. I feel like I start it and then I'm like, oh, I'll get back to this at a later date. And then I never get back to it at a later date. Like I just end up mm. doing other things. Um, yeah. So uh, Righteous Gemstones is Ooh. back after <laughs> season three. Yes. is one of my yes. absolute favorite, favorite shows. I think it's hilarious. It's like interesting how they like wrap up like different types of stories inside of like a comedy it is one of my my favorite shows. Um, I don't know. Chris and I, my partner, have been watching a lot of Netflix sports documentaries, like TV documentaries. Ooh, that's interesting. Which, yeah, yeah. Like, Did you watch that American Gladiators one? Yes. Yes, yes. Yes, <laughs> yes it was so great. Um, it, it was yes. one of those things with that American Gladiators documentary. I really thought that like I'd come out of it like hating all of those people. Like thinking that they were kind of, and I feel really bad and rude for saying this. It's like really, you know, don't judge a book <laughs> by its cover situation. But you know, just like thought they're gonna be like meathead kind of assholes, mm-hmm. and right, it's right, just right. like by the end, I was really just like, oh man, I love every single one of these like, people. <laughs> like they're really in like endearing. Like you really want to see them succeed. You really like hate all of the stuff that happened to them. But yeah, that was a great documentary. Uh, we watched. There's a tennis documentary called point break that follows like different like tennis stars like during uh grand slam season and it's one of those things where i I don't know never thought i'd be really into these like sports shows but now i'm like yeah i love tennis like we we started started watching there's like a quarterback one that came out or like oh yeah yeah and then i'm like i don't know anything about football at all or like first time i'm hearing people's names i'm like yeah sure i love patrick mahomes like he seems like a really nice dude uh but yeah that's what i'm watching watching but mostly like i that's in the background because i'm just reading like uh Mm. since i'm on break for school i'm just reading like as many comics comics and like stuff that i'm i can so it's like i'm trying to you know do that superman read and read a different bunch of different superman stuff i've just been trying to like read a bunch of different trades and we had that cust- a customer drop off a bunch of different like TKO books. So Ooh. I've been like kind of reading those every weekend just to kind of like see if there's anything we want to carry in the shop. What's really interesting. Actually, I just read one that I think Heather would really like. It's called Black Mass Rising. Is it the vampire one? It's a, yeah, it's like a Dracula yeah. story. But yeah, I, <laughs> I, I really I really think you would like it a lot. Uh, the art's really good and then it's just like also like a love story 
So Okay. It's uh, Can you see this? I'm I'm attempting to share my screen. I don't know if it's working. Yeah, I can I can see that. Okay. So this is I did not change this. This is literally my list on Netflix and I've got oh, that Arnold, all these sports things. I'm like champ. Uh that Arnold I'm documentary like, is pretty good. It's pretty sanitized, but it's it's fun. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I am also kind of uh digging a lot of these uh sports documentaries. But I like documentaries in general, just kind of learning about, you know, the behind the scenes stuff that you didn't know about. Or like in your case, like if you're meeting these personalities or these individuals for the first time, that's a lot more interesting than the actual sport. A lot of times is the drama behind it and the personalities and uh, getting to know the different people. So I'm, I think documentaries are perfect um, for that. Actually, there's a show on uh, HBO and I'm blanking on the name of, of course, as I uh, try to think about it, but it's all every season they follow a different football team and it's like, I was like you, it's like, I could care less about each of these teams, but once I get the documentary goes to their house and they're running around barbecuing and their dogs running around, I'm like, I love these guys. These are my friends now. This is my favorite team. This is um, who I'm rooting and, for now. <laughs> yeah. That's a hundred percent. I was like, I didn't, I never knew these people before, but now I saw them in the documentary. So now they're my best friend. Um, they just the the most recent season was in uh, Arizona, which is where I'm at. So I'm like looking around. Hey, I know that place. I know so that um, uh, parking lot. Hard Knocks. That's the name of it. Sorry, okay. Hard Knocks. Um, every season, I've like fallen in love with a different team. So I think it's 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 like what you're saying. Like you're learning about their uh, the personalities, and then it's also kind of like putting personalizing it to you because it's like when you're watching them on tv and you're seeing them in the game that's it you know the, it's the game and that's there's nothing else this is following them home getting interviews okay. talking to them and they're talking about like their dreams and aspirations and i'm like whoa this is crazy these guys are human beings they're not just uh video game characters so yeah the hard knocks 100 percent recommend um but I'm kind of like you also, the especially because I have a two-year-old now, and he takes up most of my time. So if it's not <laughs> bluey, blippy, cocoa melon, um, I, I have very little free time to be like, all right, now I can watch what I want to watch. So I have to be very particular about what I'm watching um, show-wise. And then with comics, like I had to stop um, video game playing for the most part because it's like, you only have so much time, so you're dividing it up. So I'm like, all right, cut out the video games. All right, now I got time to read comics again. So yeah, it's it's definitely that thing of juggling um, time management and uh, where where your priorities are. But I'm I'm in the same boat as both of you. I'm just trying to uh, to consume as much content as I can in the time so available. Yeah, um, I was like, wait, right now. I'm gonna have even less time when I have this kid. <laughs> uh, right at the beginning, you're gonna have a lot of time because they will be sleeping most of the time, which was great. When my son was was a newborn, I watched the Zack Snyder uh, Justice League, the Snyder Cut, and it was like four hours. And me and my wife were like, this is great. We're watching the whole thing. And he was just asleep on my chest. I was like, yeah. 
now he's like running around hitting me with pillows and it's like i don't have any time to myself now <laughs> great um, he's a hundred percent in the terrible twos but yeah when when it's newborn man i wish i could go back to that newborn stage so i can get more stuff done um but yeah that's what you have to look forward to um heather um <laughs> yes when when is uh when are uh, you expecting? september september 10th yeah Ooh, it is nice really <laughs> it's coming up super fast yes a hundred percent man yeah, it's crazy. This year is going by so It has. It really has, I feel um, like. <laughs> has this year been um, a standout for you two as far as comic books go? Because I'm thinking about, like, there's been a, a ton of great video games that have come out this year. And the Spider-Man 2 video game is going to be amazing. I can't wait. That comes out in October. Um, the... There's been a ton of stuff that's come out so far. And then even with Across the Spider-Verse, like this this has been a great spider year for Spider-Man stuff. But has have you two, uh, like has 2023 been a good year or a bad year for you? I'll ask, Heather's our our, uh, our newbie in the Vectorverse, so I'll ask you first. Has, has 2023 um, stuck um, out to you at all? I'm going to say no, but not for the reasons that you would think. Um <laughs> I started like a new job at the very end of 2022. Ah. So I don't work really in a comic shop anymore. I do for like a few hours on Saturdays. So like I am not constantly surrounded by comics. Any like I don't eat, sleep and breathe comics anymore, which is very unfortunate. Right. But it is what it is, you know. Um, so I feel like I've just I've missed a lot of stuff that has come out because I just I haven't mm. been there when it comes out to like see it and then I just kind of right. forget and then never get around to reading it. Um, but I mean, there have been some series that have been like really, really good. Like I just I can't think of any off the top of my head because the only one that I can think of for some reason is the many deaths of Layla Star. <laughs> And that was like ah, a year was like last year. Seriously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I know there has been stuff that has come out that I've been really, really pleased with. Um, but again, I think it's just because I'm not working in a comic shop all the time now that like mm -hmm. I just I don't feel right. like I'm absorbing it like I want to. Right. Yeah. I had that, but not um I guess there wasn't any specific reason. But I kind of fell off a little bit, and then I felt like I got oh. snapped away. And then five years later, I came back, and I'm like, "What is happening? The X Men are doing this, and everything's like di everything's different from the last time I was reading comics." So I've I I know that feeling of like I've I'm looking from the outside in, and like I want to get back to it, but there's just like a a plane of glass yeah. in between me and the. Uh, comic stuff but champ because i know on tiktok champ is eating oh, sleeping and breathing comics uh has 2023 been a good year or a bad year for you so far i i wouldn't say like bad's not the right word i think it's been like you know me yeah. yeah i say it's been kind of like a mediocre year like that there's not mm. to say that there's like not really good books coming out like behold behemoth was something that was really good specs was really great um, what's the furthest place from here? Like that, this back half of the story arc has been like really, really wonderful. Like 
there has been like really solid books coming out, but I think it's just like some of them haven't just like they just don't hit as well. Like they're mm. enjoyable, they're good to read. Like uh, Briar is a good example of that. Like that book was enjoyable, the story was interesting, but I once it was done and I knew it was going to continue, nothing about it made me want to keep reading it. Um, and I know that there's a new Ram V book coming out here in September, I think. August, September, Rare Rare Flavors. Yeah. And it's the same artist who did Many Deaths of Layla Starr with him. So it's like, I'm really excited for that book as well. And I think that'll probably like put some like behind the year. But there's also been Mm. like, I don't know. It's it's been a weird, I think a wobbly year. There's been stuff that I really, really love and I like really enjoy, but it's nothing that's like, sticks with me so hard where I'm just like this is like like yeah like the many deaths of Layla Star is a good example of that or like something is killing the children like those books mm. have like stuck with me where I'm like this is something I still really enjoy and I don't feel like I've necessarily gotten that as much this year right yeah hopefully the rest of the year um we'll get some some something that stands out but you were telling me off mic that many deaths of Layla Star is your favorite comic of all time is that correct yeah i i would absolutely say i would say so it's like one of those things where you know like all things like it it's you know it's an ever-evolving changing shifting Mm -hmm. sort of list but there's something about that book that like really sat with me and resonated with me and like i think about it often often Mm -hmm. and i i don't know it's it's such a gorgeous like beautiful story and i think it's really like what like art is made of i did like a pub quiz with heather a few weeks back and i ended up getting into this conversation with a few ladies at a table and just like went down just like a fucking just hole of many deaths of layla star where i just couldn't stop talking about it it's hard to not (laughs) talk about it like when i have people who don't typically like read comics like friends who will ask me like hey, I've been wanting to like read something. Do you have any recommendations? I'm like, okay, well, do you want to cry or do you not want to cry? But I always recommend <laughs> The Many Deaths of Layla Star because I feel like it's a nice mm. like short series, but it's also like gut-wrenching in like a really, really good, like right. hopeful way, I guess. Just a really, really mm-hmm. good story. Right. <laughs> it's super like yes. cathartic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I just recently um, checked it out from my local library after Champ had recommended it. And um, I have to echo everything you're saying. It's specifically like the the nature of death. And I, I, I always find um, the topic of death to be fascinating to me. It's something that, you know, the the price of life is death, you know. It, it makes living meaningful because there is an end to it. And in the book, you know, they have that, the plot point of the, the person is inventing immortality and, and death is, is not happy about that. And it, I just, anytime there's a story like that, where it's talking about what is death, what is the nature of, um, living and humanity is is always interesting to me whether it's a movie tv show comic book so it was definitely right up my alley um and uh rom v i've been kind of 
in the background following him, but there hasn't been anything that was specifically standing out to me. Like I've been aware of him for a while, but this one is definitely the one now, like when I think of him, I'm going to think about that book specifically. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's, I think I'm, I'm happy that you uh, recommended it and um, happy that I got a chance to actually sit down and read it. But that's uh, Heather, you're a hundred percent right. When you have people coming to you and asking for a recommendation, it's always best to be like, okay, here's one with a beginning, middle, and end. Not, all right, you got to read 150 issues of Ultimate <laughs> Spider-Man. Here you go, which I love Ultimate Spider-Man, <laughs> but it's very difficult. It feels like you're giving somebody a homework assignment. All right, d- give me an essay on this when you're done. Read all these 190 issues. So with with, with the many deaths of Layla Starr, it's like, yeah, it's just easy. Hey, here it is. This is the whole story. And um, I think that's, that's that's definitely one that I would recommend to people as well. If you're watching this or if you're listening to this, um, I think we're all three of us highly recommend the many deaths of Layla Starr. So I I did also want to get um, the if there if there is a I I I'm thinking about talk comics to me, and I'm thinking about the Chip Zdarsky <laughs> interview. Um, is there a specific episode that you either have a favorite or your time of doing the podcast? I I, I love hearing stories of um, like behind the scenes yeah. and and uh, how how things kind of come together. But um, I'll start with Champ on this one because I started with Heather on the last one. Okay. Champ, is there anything for you that's been on your podcasting journey that stood out that you've kind of learned and maybe even if, if somebody's like, Hey, I want to start a podcast. Like what advice would you give to somebody who is a, an aspiring podcaster? I think for that, first of all, I would say don't overthink it. Like mm. <laughs> it's a, you, you can do it. Anyone can do it. Yes. Uh, it's pretty easy. Yep. You just need a bike and you know, a, a webcam if you want it. Otherwise you're set. Um, right. I was going to say an internet connection. Yeah. yeah Mike and a, it's, it's pretty, all it's need. pretty easy though. Like Heather and I had this conversation recently, you know, it's like the whole like social media aspect of it and mm-hmm, pushing yourself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I think for us, it's like harder for us. To, we don't, we can't, we can't get into the, like, you know, like, and subscribe our stuff, even though we definitely right. should. Right. <laughs> and I think that <laughs> is like an aspect of like, or, you know, I see like things where I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's like some idea that I've kind of talked about. And I, I know this person is like following me, but they're not like talking about me, which mm-hmm. everybody should be talking about me. Uh, <laughs> so it's like, yeah, you know that like, hey, like it's just self-promotion aspect of it. It's hard, and, but you have to do it. Like, especially, I guess, if you want to make it big, quote unquote. But yeah, uh, that's my my few little like tidbits of advice, I suppose. Um my favorite part of behind the scenes stuff, I mean, the Chip Zdarsky interview was a lot of fun. Uh, getting to do that like was cool because they had a few friends like chip in to help us like pay for it because it was all about like like uh, donating money to comic book shops during COVID. Oh. Uh, but oh. I would have to say like the my favorite thing that we've done is the like when we did our little like cool couch cinema stuff with our best friend Christopher um where we watched dark and then we started watching buffy 
and had to like we just our lives are just you know three adults and they but that was some of the... <laughs> yeah. oh my we god did. did they yeah uh rude that was absolutely <laughs> rude uh but yeah like dark is one of my favorite television shows ever and getting to sit down like on a weekly basis and just watch an episode with like my two best friends and then get to like just bullshit about it was like probably one of the best things and I talked to Christopher recently and he was like you know I wanted to go back and watch dark and I wanted to watch a video about it and he's like and I typed it into YouTube and our videos popped up so I just was like this is even better it's like me with my friends <laughs> talking about something I want to talk about so it's just like perfect mm. uh but yes. yeah that was probably my favorite one of my favorite like things that we've done besides just being able to bullshit comics with heather like every week it gives us an excuse to like just talk and be friends yeah that's that's perfect like i can relate so much to um everything you're saying about the like there's two halves of podcasting for me it's like half of me just wants to talk and just wants to um engage with people and then the other half is like oh yeah but you gotta do this promotion you gotta do the short videos you got to do the tiktoks you got to do all these things to get your stuff in front of people because i've done podcasts this is going back to like 2005 and for the longest time it was like i was having fun like i was just talking with my friends about comics movies whatever but nobody was hearing it nobody was seeing it so it got to a point where i was like man i feel like i'm talking to the wall like i'm putting out this content but if nobody's consuming it, or if nobody's actually listening to it, what's the point, you know, after a certain point? So then when I started doing this, when I started doing YouTube, it was like, oh, okay, well, number one, YouTube will promote you as long as you do SEO and as long as you put in, you know, the keywords and things. It's like YouTube will do some of that work for you. So I started to switch. I started focusing more on YouTube than on just audio podcasts because I was like, man, audio you got to do everything you got to be word of mouth you got to be doing <laughs> newsletters and emails and telling everybody and youtube kind of taking some of that pressure off of me i was like oh okay maybe it's better to spend my time over here a little bit more but i'm always going back and forth like how much do i want to do it just because i like doing it and then how much do it feels like a business of okay now i gotta be the marketing guy now i gotta send it out to everybody so i can a hundred percent relate to that um and heather you brought up something also that has nothing to do with podcasts or comics or wow. anything we were talking about but what you just said about removing it from hulu made me think this is the weirdest time to be in where we have access to all this stuff digitally wow. and you just think it's going to be there forever and then it's like hbo and netflix and hulu just remove stuff just out of nowhere and you're like oh now i can't watch that thing that i thought i didn't need the physical copy wow. because it's on streaming and i'm paying monthly for this but now they took it away from me so i think we're living in like a crazy time now in this uh in the 2020s it's like you just never know what's going to be there and uh physical it's like i don't want to I don't want to have a million DVDs or, you know, my, my physical stuff. I only have so much room, <laughs> but I don't want 
the, them to take all my stuff away on digital. I don't want them to remove every show that I ever wanted to watch. But anyways, that's a, that's a whole other argument. But um, I'm glad you brought that up, Heather. Um, do you have any uh, standout <laughs> memories so far from doing Talk Comics to me and um, talking with Champ on, on a weekly so basis? So I do have um, a couple. Um, one of them wasn't necessarily like a podcast thing. It was just... When we did the Zine Fest, like a few years ago, oh yeah, um, that was a very nerve wracking experience for both of us. We were not very like <laughs> socially normal people. We get very awkward in front of people, um, and put on top of that, like being in a very enclosed kind of space, tons and tons of people going by us. But it was fun in the sense that like we got to see so many different like people and see all the scenes that they were putting out the artwork mm. and all that kind of stuff it was just it was a really cool experience we got to like put together a few scenes of stuff that we had like been you know working on and workshopping and stuff and sell a bunch of comics or like give them away actually i think is what we did yeah we had a bunch of free yeah. comic books yeah yeah um oh, nice. so that yeah that was just like that was a really fun experience and then um when we first started doing this, we oh. obviously were like not 100% comfortable with like recording ourselves and like talking. We were a mm. very new at it. And and you could tell that some of our earlier recordings, I really like going back and listening to because it was just us trying to figure out like what we were doing. But there was one. <laughs> Sorry, I, we're still trying to do that. So uh, there's like one specific recording and i can't remember like what episode it was but it, it the video is what chills me because we're in the middle of talking and chance dog megatron just tries to jump up on their lap and then immediately falls right back off <laughs> and it's one of my favorite videos ever and i have it saved somewhere so i'll have to like post that again so that everyone can see it but that was really fun because that is just how i felt recording in the beginning it was just like so chaotic and it was like, again, us just trying to get used to like being recorded and like figuring out how to do it. And it was just, you know, Champ and I just being friends, just talking about comics. There was no mm. structure whatsoever. It was just chaos. That's perfect. That's that's how I think a lot of great uh, podcasts start is just kind of, you know, two people and two two or three people just kind of, you know, in a lot of my podcasts have been like, oh, I want this to feel like we're in the comic shop and I'm just talking to the workers or I'm talking to my friends about, hey, what if Thor um, w went to McDonald's? What would happen? You know, whatever the, the thing is, it's like just talking to your friends and spending time together mm -hmm. and sharing an experience. So um, I think yours is perfect and you're. Uh, the chemistry on Talk Comics to me is fantastic. And like I said, the Bone Zone is always one of my favorites. When I see it come up, and and please continue to um, put your stuff on YouTube because I get a notification on YouTube <laughs> and it's like Bone Zone. I'm like, Bone Zone! <laughs> uh, so I'm always, it's, it's always like a bright spot when I see it on my YouTube notifications. So um, yeah, I just want to say I'm, I'm very happy to have come across um, Heather. I was telling Champ, it was TikTok where it just uh, a, 
Champ's face came up in my feed, and I was like, whoa, what is there's comics here. Um, and I don't I don't remember what the first comic was that I heard about, but it was just like, hey, um, and I think there was a, a Shrek shirt that was being worn or, or something. Yeah, the my Danny um, DeVito Shrek lines. shirt. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it was. Um, and just from that TikTok, that's when I um I became aware of of your podcast and then um had Champ on on my show and now have you on the show. So um it's I'm I'm always um grateful to have these comic book connections and like I would have never uh met you because we're on the other side, you know, I'm we're on opposite sides of the country. So um I'm I'm happy that we have social media, we have the internet, we have these things and like I said, living in these times right now. So I'm just happy to come across talk comics to me and Heather and Champ. Um so thank you very much. I think this episode has come to a, a close, but I wanted to um, let everyone know that Talk Comics to Me is out there right now. Um, do you guys have anything coming up? Is there any anything that uh, you're looking forward to on the podcast or, or is it just kind of business as usual right now? I, uh, I think it's business as usual, though we have to figure out what we're going to do when Heather has a baby. So I'm just going to I, do that you know. thing where I strap the baby on, baby hands. Yeah. And he's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Just put like the face you're like a like little stick with a mask face in front of the babies yeah. and that's your <laughs> he's face. He's gonna take over my position. It's gonna be you and Alistair from now on. <laughs> oh man. That's perfect. Well, if you ever need someone to put on a Mission Impossible Heather mask, I'll, I will be that person. I will come on and I'll be part of the show and they won't even know that it's not Heather. That would but, actually be um, so cool. In the future. Yeah. Excellent. Well, all the um, show notes are going to be down below. I'm going to have a link to Legend Comics. I'm going to have a link to Talk Comics to Me and all of these things. So please, if you're watching this, I think you'll get a kick out of these two. Um, they are fantastic, and I can't wait to have you both back again here in the Vactorverse. Um, and I think this is the time, everyone. You must subscribe. You must tell all your friends about um, these two wonderful individuals. But I did want to say that Heather loves comics, Champ loves comics, and you should too! <laughs> <laughs>